0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, February the 5th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the reading from the Epistle of St. James, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. James, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. And we want to reflect a bit this morning on the wonder of the human body. It is the crown of God's creation in the book of Genesis. After God creates all of the things, all of the magnificent beauty and power of the natural world, it's incomplete. And so God creates the human person, man and woman, he created them. And at the end of that creation, God pronounces it not simply good, but very good, and God rests. It is not a rest that comes from a kind of exhaustion, it is a rest of satisfaction of delight, of joy, of fulfillment, of perfection. The human person is animated and lives by the very life breath of God. God breathed into man, into the human person, that immortal soul. And that, that is what animates and gives life to that clay figure that's what gives life to each and every human being. That's why human beings do not reproduce. Animals reproduce, flowers, trees, uh, insects, and so on. Re- reproduce. Human beings procreate, create with. They create with the complementarity of man and woman, husband and wife. Uh, That's the complementarity. And that complementarity recognizes the wonder of differences, the wonder of differences, the differences between a man and a woman. There are biological differences, physiological differences, cognitive differences, There are emotional and psychological differences. And each person, each man, each woman, has a unique and special set of gifts and abilities that are not in competition. They're not rivals. It's not the so-called war of the sexes or the battle of the sexes. Contrary to what we see in movies and uh, in our everyday life today. And there's also not a kind of sameness, a oneness. There's not this idea of self-identification. Uh, there is no such thing as transgender. It doesn't exist. One, uh, that's a complete human construction and in many ways destruction because it denies the beauty of the differences that men and women bring to God's created order and the gift that men and women give to each other. Uh, We procreate. The child is the result of the nuptial love between husband and wife, man and woman. And the child is a combination of the gifts of the husband and the wife. And over all of that is wrapped, is embedded, part of, with God. The very life breath of God to create with husband, wife, man, woman, and the very life breath of God. And it is that complementarity. It is that difference and yet oneness. And St. Paul, speaking about the body of Christ, the Church, talks about the one and the many in chapter 12. He talks about uh, the diversity of gifts the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but also the gifts of the body, Uh, the different functions, that the eyes, uh, the hearing, uh, the various parts of the body, the hand, the foot. Uh, A hand is not a foot, an eye is not an ear, a heart is not a brain, and yet there is a oneness and an interconnectedness that brings forth the beauty and the power and the grace of God's creation. And so we celebrate. We celebrate the unity while giving thanks to God for the differences. Because what is lacking in man is a gift from women to men. What is lacking in women is the gift of men to women. And in that oneness, that unity, the two becoming one flesh, there is the wonder of nuptial love, of love between family members, of love between friends. Children in the same family can be different, and yet they're members of the same family. Different skills, different abilities, different temperaments. Different likes, dislikes. Uh, how how bland and boring would the world be if we simply had a kind of uniformity, a kind of grayness to things. But it is in that variety, that 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 splendor of differences with the underlying unity, the underlying unity Of humanity and of creation, if everything was an apple tree, uh, if everything was simply a dog, uh, think of all the beautiful diversity and creativeness that would be lost, that would be lost. The Bible draws a great deal from the anatomy of the human person. Jesus does it extensively. The Bible does it throughout. And we've talked about that in recent weeks, about the eyes and the ears, the heart, the mind, the hand, all of those things we've talked about, and the great faculties that God has blessed the human person with, the ability to see and to hear. The ability of the brain, the human mind, the brain, it's, it's, beyond, it's beyond full comprehension. The more scientists delve into the mysterious gift of the brain, the more we come to know what we don't know. That's a source of great humility. It's also a great source of wonder and of blessing and praise to Almighty God. At the center of all this, of course, is the Incarnation, isn't it? The Word becomes flesh. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, entered into human nature, into human history, to begin the fulfillment of the promise of the Savior of all forms that God could have taken, the infinite number of forms, the infinite number of ways that God could have brought about his fulfillment of salvation. He became one like us as a supreme statement of love. There is no greater testimony of loving in becoming one with the Beloved. And God became human. While retaining God, divinity, God became human in the full sense of the term. Therefore, nothing human, save sin, is is outside the realm of God. It's outside the realm of God's love. And it is that complementarity, not competitiveness, but complementarity. We talk about diversity today. Oh, we have to have diversity. And yet when it comes to the wonder and splendor of the body and what the body means at a very human, spiritual level, we seem to be edging more and more into a kind of bland uniformity, a kind of sameness, a dull gray drabness. How impoverished would our world be if we didn't appreciate the splendor of the differences of the human body created by God with the nuptial love Of husband and wife, man and woman. Uh, We wouldn't be human. We would be robots. We'd be machines. We'd be little Xerox copies in which we would simply reproduce. As you put paper into a copy machine, it would simply copy. Copy perfectly the original that went in. We are, we are made not as a copy of God. We're made in the image of God, called to grow into the likeness of God, into the likeness of God, in our differences, in the tremendous variety and splendor and uniqueness that each individual is, and yet at the same time, Glorious members of the one family and body of Christ, of Almighty God, in the Holy Spirit. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's a tabernacle. It's where each day the Holy Spirit seeks to dwell. We can close the door, shut it out but we are still made in the image and called to grow into the likeness of God. St. John Paul II wrote a magnificent book called The Theology of the Body, which is his weekly Wednesday homilies that the Pope gives at the public mass at 12 o'clock offered at St. Peter's In the square attended by thousands and thousands pilgrims and natives and out of those talks which was a reflection on genesis chapters one through three on the theology of the body and the meaning of the body and today that is so so important for us to once again appreciate the splendor of god's creation And to celebrate, celebrate these differences between men and women, the giftedness of men and women, the giftedness of husbands and wives, the blessing of children, and the need for family, good, strong family life. (coughs) Pardon me. And St. James will talk about, and you can read that, an aspect of the body. Certainly worth reflecting on. So today, let us, let us reverence, not worship, <coughs> pardon me, the human body. Let us celebrate and give glory and praise to Almighty God, who not only created us in our differences and in our oneness, but the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The proof, the visible proof of how much God loves us and cares for us. God, God paid us the supreme compliment. The Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. May each day we be those living tabernacles for the indwelling of the God whose very life breath gives us life every day. God bless you.